understood I cannot go back to your frown land My spirit's made up of the ocean and the sky And the sun and the moon and all I can see Go back to your land of gloom Where black jagged shadows Remind me of the coming of your doom I want my Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Graham, I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, and punk and hardcore adjacent music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we just react honestly to what we hear. Sometimes we enjoy stuff, sometimes we don't. We're not critics, this is not a review show in a traditional sense. We don't make a lot of value judgments about what we hear. We just really like punk and hardcore, so we do our best to uh, big up stuff that we enjoy and to get new people or new people listening to uh, new music people who may not otherwise be inclined to go out and check stuff out we're just trying to do a little bit of the footwork for them and uh, convince them that there is indeed plenty of stuff out there worth engaging with in fact far more than one person could ever hope to engage with so that's really the format for the show we have 10 bands in the queue every week we roll some dice we usually get through between five and seven of them and that's about it nate how how you doing this week how's your arm holding up uh it still hurts it's very uh limited in its function and um I think it's, well, I think this is the third week going in. So I had an MRI on uh, Thursday and uh, hopefully I'll hear something from the doctor this week and then hopefully I can get it fixed because it's a bummer. I can't do much with it. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I can do just enough with it for it to remind me that it's hurt. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That really sucks. I, I, I hate, I hate being in that, uh, in that sort of interim state. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll uh, turn the steering wheel. Oh fuck. That hurts. Yeah. Um, You know, so shit like that. Word. So I assume you've probably not been up to a whole lot this week, this last week then. Not much. I, uh, I've been going for my morning walks. I'm training for like, you know, wildland firefighting, physical fitness tests and stuff, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. isn't terribly hard, but it's a bummer because we always do it right out of the end of winter. And, um, at work where I work and, uh, uh, after everybody's been sitting on their asses for a few months. So yeah, I've been doing that today, I had a, a, a downright adventure. Um, okay. I saw a mighty bald Eagle. Oh, nice. Flying down the mommy river. I saw a coyote, mm-hmm. um, running away from me on the, uh, St. Joseph river. And I rescued some old people that were stuck in the snow. Like uh, in their in their vehicle, I presume. Yeah, yeah, they were trapped in. Well, they weren't trapped. You know what I mean. Maybe <laughs> that much snow, but um, yeah, they were um, trapped in their old bodies and helpless in the snow. And uh, Luke <laughs> came around and rescued them. But uh, healthy and hale young man who uh, pushed them out of their spot and pushed them up the hill so they could get to a uh, gas station. Wow, that's a beautiful morning. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, uh, I think I've done my good deeds, and all of those. All of those were done in the name. All, all every time I saw the, you know, I saw the eagle, I saw the coyote, I helped the old people. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was in recognition and in ritual to uh, the void and what lies beyond the veil. Um, so <laughs> I did not Sick. like break the streak, right? Even even acts of kindness are done yeah. in the intent of um, chaos. 
Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. We actually had, we had at least one person in their emails to us, uh, reference your ongoing chaos magic ritual to summon up dark energy. So it seems like people are, are not only catching on to that, but are, uh, voicing their support of it. So we appreciate that a lot. The, the, the more we, the more we focus, even the most, nothing is too insignificant, right? Yeah. Even, even the most, you know, listen, the uh, the the gods that we are uh, the gods that we are beseeching are not the the petty bearded patriarchs of old, right? Right. These are these are quivering unknown things, right? That's yes. what we're going for, right? For sure, Definitely. quivering unknown things, beings of vast unintelligible intellect, right? Yes. That exert their will in a myriad of ways and they don't require grand buildings. They don't require grand gestures and ritual. They require Mm. acknowledgement, right? Seeing the bald eagle was totally fucking random. So I thank the gods beyond the black veil, right? (laughs) Yeah. Spooking the coyote in the most unexpected of places. Now I know urban coyotes are about, right? I am a biologist. I'm not an idiot. You know, I put my poodle out back and now it's gone. Yeah. You fucking think so. Right. (laughs) What the fuck? You know? Yeah. You're serving up yeah. a buffet in your backyard with your cats and your dogs. Those motherfuckers were here first, so fuck you and fuck your dogs and, you know, unha- you know, and like hail the unknowable, right? Sure. Um, so the coyote brought about my beseechment. And mm-hmm. then um, having the opportunity to spread good cheer and help some old people out, you know, because who knows what they got up to after? Who knows what they fucking got up to before, right? Right, I mean, yeah. They could have been bastards. You might have um, been felling. You might have been helping out fellow agents of chaos. Yeah, or at the very least, people that really fucking skirted the law and um, slipped out of the noose. Right. 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 Yeah, right. Maybe. Maybe, maybe it could very well have been. It could very well have been that for them to be trapped in that car on the side of the road in downtown Fort Wayne, dead, mm-hmm. was the will of the false Christ. Right. It could have been, yeah. It could it could have been the will of uh, you know, it could have been the will of the false, right? And yes. I thwarted it. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's right. So everything that I do is an acknowledgement to chaos, right? Right on. So that's that's well, uh that's how my day my that's how my my day went. It was uh an adventure, right? It was an adventure yeah. and a ritual. Well, I think I think I'm in line with that. I woke up this morning and at like 8:30 and I immediately put on and listened to two Brain Bombs LP LPs in a row. Um so I mean the first thought that crossed my mind was to awaken and listen to just a cacophony of sound uh extolling the virtues of complete perversion and and sadism. So I think I think I'm on the same page. I think I'm doing my own little parts to invoke um, to invoke the elder gods myself. So I'd like to think that we're kind of working in tandem as agents of chaos out here. That's right. But but the message of the medium, right? The uh, the act, right? Whether it's of ill will or goodwill of you know indifference, right? Yeah. The message, the act. The style, the format, none of it fucking matters. What matters is the intent. Sure. Right? The intent of action, right? So I could listen to, if I wanted to, Amy Grant, right? Mm -hmm. Renowned Christian pop star Amy Grant, right? (laughs) Yeah. I could listen to Amy Grant, but if I did it with the intent 
of acknowledging chaos, right? Yeah. That is the ritual. Right. That's what those fuckers that go, th- those fucking, you know, those f- fucking God suckers, like, uh-huh. uh, you know, fucking praying five times and, and, and like facing east, like they even fucking know which way it is and like it even <laughs> fucking matters because it's a goddamn sphere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. That's what they don't fucking get, right? Yeah. It's the fucking intent. So I could do my daily ablutions and pray five times while facing whichever which way I wanted to, right? Yeah. In, you know, in herald of some, you know, false prophet, right? Basically, right? A man that was a lie, right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But the intent is the important thing. I could go right. take communion, right? I could participate in ritualistic cannibalism, which is about as barbaric as it fucking gets, right? Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, ritualistic cannibalism is just a step above fucking children for Christ. Right? <laughs> Maybe a couple steps, but it's in the same it's echelon. A step, man. It's a fucking step. So, okay. So, ritualistic cannibalism is a step above symbolically fucking children for Christ. Right? Like <laughs> sure, if, okay, yeah, maybe. Like, yeah. like if the Catholic Church like handed out like little baby pocket pussies, you know what I mean? <laughs> like little baby dolls with fleshlights in them. Yeah, we're starting this right? episode really strong. <laughs> right. And the Catholic yeah. Church said, okay, let's this is our this is our uh you know this is our fucking weekly ritual to show our love to the Nazarene child, right? Yeah. And, you know, if it, no, no matter, you know, no matter what, what, what holes or, or tubes you got, you got the fucking tube, you got the fucking pit. It doesn't matter. Some baby's got a dildo. Some baby's got a fucking meat hole. Right. Right. Yeah. If you did, if, if they did that. Right. I would, I would argue that if they did that, even if it was like, you know, a centuries old tradition. Right. Yeah. It, it would be ghastly and barbaric. Right. Uh, yeah, so I don't think ritual. you'd catch any argument from anyone. Right. So um, there, you would definitely catch argument from some people, right? I mean, <laughs> sure. we, we do live in the information era, right? Yeah, fair enough. So, you know, you would definitely catch argument from some people, right? Um, there are probably people listening to this show that do not think that fucking baby dolls in lieu of fucking babies is wrong, right? At least they're not <laughs> hurting real babies, right? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Right? So... Ritualistic cannibalism, I think, is just a step removed from symbolically fucking baby dolls, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. So, like, you want to talk about pure barbarism. Let's talk about fucking communion, right? But I could go do that, right? I could go uh-huh. do that and run through all the fucking motions, right? But without the intent, mm-hmm. it's fucking pointless. So I can pervert that while appearing to conform to, I guess, acceptable behavioral standard. But yes. with the intent in my head of ruining everything. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, there you go. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Just the slightest acknowledgement. Yeah, you just have to plant the seeds of perversion everywhere you go, even if it's just silently to yourself. That's that's correct. It is the intent because you're not speaking to the masses. You're speaking to something far more unknowable and far more ancient. <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, on that note, let's uh, let's jump into the list this week, which actually appears to be fairly chaotic uh, in its own right. We we seem to have 
Well, it seems to be a metal heavy uh, list this week. I guess it's a healthy mix. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in here that uh, is, is kind of coming out of left field. Every once in a while, um, we'll get a list that looks more or less uniform or at the very least, everything in it appears familiar to me in the sense that I'm like, yeah, cool, I can place this. I probably know about what this sounds like. But this week, we got a lot of stuff that's just, it seems to be a very random and uh, eclectic collection of stuff. So the first thing that we have up is a band who I suppose is named GITG801. Um, they are from the Salt Lake City, Utah area. It was submitted by Colton Keys, who is continually submitting stuff from the SLC area where he resides. Hey, I want to point out, uh-huh. I appreciate Colton doing this a ton, right? Because he is repping his hometown, right? Yeah is repping his area and we get to see what's going on in Salt Lake City. I do feel bad that we're not more hype on some of the shit coming out of there. Yeah. Like, I think by and large, we've kind of been like, meh, you know what I mean? Yes. But um, nevertheless, I think it's dope that we have like basically a scene report every week, which we've mentioned. I agree. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, we actually have we have a couple of those this week. I think that there are a few people that are sort of catching on to that uh, that idea, and I think Colton maybe maybe is the uh, inadvertent forefather of that. So appreciation, all all due appreciation to Colton for uh, spearheading that because I'm I'm super into that idea in general. So I don't even think Colton actually likes this. <laughs> he's just he's just sending it in because it's a band from his area. So GI. That's something else too, because he didn't really. I think it wasn't his like of of the one band that we thought was cute children, but was not. Um, yeah, he was like, man, whatever. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, this this he says is straight up like not very cool at all. He said okay. he says it's he says it's like if Cradle of Filth had a baby with a beatdown band. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which sounds like a nightmare. So I'm I really hope we land on it. And their name is GITG801. So I mean everything that I'm hearing, everything that I'm seeing, nothing about it is promising. Yeah. Next next up we have Grid with uh Lives Lives Lita. I guess is how you pronounce that. I don't know. They're from Umia, Sweden. This was sent in by John from The Path. It is his weekly international submission. Uh, Umia has a, a an historic hardcore scene. Uh, you got you know Final Exit coming out of there. DS13 refused when they were still a good band. Uh, more recently, I guess in the last decade, UX Vileheads. Uh, Abananda was, was from there. Donuts, if that's your thing. Um, it's as far as European cities go, it has a an important and historic scene. So, uh, so Grid has a has a high has a high bar to uh, to clear on this one coming from that area. So we'll see we'll see if it's any good. Umea is the Gothenburg of Swedish hardcore. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Um, then next up we have Deck. This is a submission from Ryan Donahoe. The release is The Cage. This is a band from Russia. And uh, typically speaking, Ryan sends in good stuff. I imagine that this is probably good and the artwork fucking kicks ass. So This is good. I pointed this out to you maybe about two months ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. You did, yeah, you did mention this stuff to me. I, I still don't think I've gotten around to actually listening to it yet. But yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you, you did point this stuff out to me. Good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have got Process of Suffocation. This is a submission from Spencer Martin. This is a band from Memphis, Tennessee. Spencer has sent in other stuff from Memphis, which is where he is from. So this is kind of a scene report of his own. Uh, the release is Dio, Dios Ha Muerto. Um, just like I, I think he described this as being sort of uh, black metal 
black metal, death metal infused kind of stuff. Um, I think he also, he said it was kind of uh, war metal-esque in the vein of like blasphemy or, or uh, I think he cited like arch goat as well. Um, well, so all you have to do is look at the artwork and the logo. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Um, so, uh, so yeah, if this is, if this is a good, if this is a good iteration of that style of music, I'll probably fuck with this. Then we have got Endgame with their demo 2020. This was sent in by Ethan Lizay, and it is a band from Calgary, Alberta, who is playing stuff that he described as being just sort of uh, crossover, thrashy, hardcore stuff. Then we have got Overzealous with The World Is Probably Going to Burn Before I Get Old Anyways. This is another band from Calgary, Alberta, sent in by John Fett. He says it's general weirdo shit um, that kind of runs the gamut from dungeon synth to weirdo punk kind of stuff and many places in between then we have got hell ripper with the affair of the poisons this is a band from scotland it was sent in by zach honeycutt um he says that even though they are on peaceville they don't really get talked about a lot and he thinks that they are criminally underrated kind of like proto black metal-esque stuff that is really good i feel like this came up on uh, a youtube playlist that i was just kind of like sitting through but i can't remember but that artwork is uh fucking dope and yeah. um that logo looks familiar of course yeah, yeah how many bands have fucking used the logo just like that right for sure but uh but the artwork is nonetheless dialed in and dope um then we have got negative blast with the first four months this is a band from san diego california it was sent in by Derek m so it's just like solid um meat and potatoes hardcore out of cali then we have got Walk Alone with Towards Death. This is a band from Moldova. It was sent in by Jay, who plays in Cold Brats. Uh, he said he wanted to send in something from uh, Romania's Neighbor. Uh, nope. So he sent in something from Moldova. It's just a two-song release. Came out uh, this month, actually. So it's just a couple weeks old. And then last up, we have uh, Sudakus with their self-titled EP. This is a band from Orlando, Florida. It was sent in by Fatty Hurst, a.k.a. Todd, friend of the show. Um, I'm just going to pretend that this is actually pronounced Sudeikis, like Jason Sudeikis, though, and that this is actually Jason Sudeikis's hardcore side project. Um, and that uh, concludes the uh, the queue for this week. So let's roll the dice and see what's up first. Six. Okay, so this is Overzealous. The Bandcamp is overzealousmzk.bandcamp.com. The world is probably going to burn before I get old, anyways. Is the God? I hope so. Release. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so John suggested the song Zero Tolerance for Racism. He says that it is the best representation of their overall weird vibe and aesthetic. So we'll uh, trust his intuition on that one and uh, and go with that one, I guess. Okay. So we're, we're going to listen to Zero Tolerance for Racism by the band Overzealous. We can give everybody a good quality of life if we discontinue our obsession with giving the police everything and believing that they are the pathway towards public safety.
pigs to the grave. Black Lives Matter 2020. All right, so we just heard the song Zero Tolerance for Racism by Overzealous off their record, The World is Probably Going to Burn Before I Get Old Anyways. Um, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm going to take this because I have some immediate thoughts about this. <laughs> I'd like okay. to kind of just get off my chest here. Okay. Um, so, so before even like diving into the music on this really and the quality of it, <laughs> something about this struck me as like, even though like the messaging is is on point and sort of universally agreeable to anybody with a brain in their head, it felt like strangely tone deaf, <laughs> and I and I don't mean that in a way that that is accusatory at all, but it almost felt as if like you know I don't know if you were to look over at your your girl you know scrolling through TikTok or something and she landed on a video of like a weeb girl in like cat ears going, racism is really, really bad. Okay. Don't be racist to black people. It, it feels like, you know, even though the underlying <laughs> message is correct, it seems like maybe the vehicle sort of takes the wind out of the sails a little bit and doesn't feel like the best mode to deliver that message <laughs> because this is like really stupid, like clownish kind of, punk post-punk stuff that that very much exists musically in the same lane as as a lot of stuff that you might find on lumpy records or coming out of like the nwi scene musically i don't think it's nearly up to the same standards of quality but like it's very much in that same that same lane musically and it's just like i just don't know i mean i again like this is not accusatory at all i'm not mad about it i don't i don't have any like strong emotions about it and and me calling something tone deaf you know comes with a, a huge pinch of salt considering the prologue to uh our episode this week was you rambling on about uh catholics fucking baby dolls with pocket pussies shoved Yo. into them <laughs> listen i know we brought up having sex with kids yet again on the show right <laughs> yeah yeah right yes um I think, and I, I woke think, up this morning and listened to Brain Bombs, so I'm, I'm just as complicit. Right, and and I think we even at one point, like after the last time that we 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 were talking about it, um, we decided that you know it's a recurring theme, and it'd probably be a good idea if we didn't, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. just to lay for off sure. for it a little bit. But the Catholic Church does fuck kids. Yeah, one hundred percent. That is, there's that no question, up, right? I didn't make that shit up. So yeah. it's like, you know, it's not like I'm, uh, you know, making anything up there. I'm just saying the Catholic Church definitely fucks kids and they do commit ritual cannibalism. Yeah. Um, well, it's not just the Catholic Church, but, you know, the Christian church. Right. Um, so, you know, yeah, but like we are we are a little tone deaf, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, for, for sure. <laughs> D- depending upon your proclivities and your comfort level, uh, we may be well outside the bounds. I, I, um, you know, what? honestly, I, we are the Captain Beefheart of tone deaf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Maybe that's the maybe that is the case. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know, man. It it, it just seemed like a strange package uh, in which to sort of slide in, like earnest an attempt at like earnest and serious messaging uh and then as for the music itself like i said i think it's it's very much in the lane that i described but i don't think it's up to the same quality standards um i i I don't think that this was particularly good even though it's doing something that uh i genuinely generally engage with when it is done well 
you know, this one, I just, I, it, it didn't strike me. It, it felt pretty amateurish, uh, amateurish, amateurish and kind of half-baked. Um, it's, it's got sort of like the aesthetic, uh, the surface level aesthetic and cosmetic similarities going on to the stuff that it's trying to emulate. But I think it lacks maybe some of the greater depth and like quality of songwriting. So, uh, so yeah, I didn't really love this. I didn't really latch on to it. Uh, I wasn't mad at it at all, but yeah, it just struck me as strange. That's all. <laughs> how'd you, how'd you feel about it? So a couple things here that I like, mm-hmm. I like the artwork. Yeah, um, artwork Matthew, is cool, for sure. Matthew Springer, the guy, you know, I think that that may be his like primary goal with this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? And yeah. everything else is sort of secondary because yeah. the artwork's dope. And I looked at the other releases and the artwork is, is really good there too. Um, yeah. And, and the band and like the band logo up in the right corner is fucking sick. Yeah. And, and you look right down the line. I mean, every release has pretty dope artwork. So yeah. that's cool. For sure. Um, musically, this was perfectly fucking like library puppet show stupid mm-hmm. that it, it was like, you know, I mean, musically i liked it because it was so gratingly childish right, right sure i didn't think it was good you know what i yeah. mean but I, I like plenty of music that i don't think is good you know what right. i mean like crossed out isn't good it's not sure. good music but it's fucking rad right i've said before like the one of the things that like really helps out crossed out is how shitty the recordings are Right. Because the noise of the recordings contributes tremendously to, to like the band. You know what I mean? Right. But like, I don't necessarily think like the music is rad, but I don't think that it's like, you know, good. (laughs) You know what I mean? Sure. Like there's There's lots of shit like that. Right. Like, like, you know, revenge, revenge isn't good, but it's not trying to be and crossed out wasn't trying to be either right Right. um and this isn't trying to be good music either um like this this sounds like to me it just sounded like a goofy fucking like um all you know alternate universe crisis on infinite earths like fucking romper room puppet show right yeah for sure i think that well i think i i am going to assert that the um, childishness of the music and sort of like the the packaging and everything like that is meant to juxtapose with the serious content therein. Because it looks like most of the lyrics um, are pretty much like, well, the lyrics that I can find, mm-hmm. um, you know, Oceans Rise, Info, I'm sure that it's about climate change. There's one called Eradicate Big- Bigotry, right? Right. Um, leaching the Roots. Yeah, you know, it's about greed. And, and, like, the lyrics sound like really fucking hack crust lyrics. Yeah, they do. Like, really on-the-nose hack crust lyrics without any, like, poetry or artistry to them whatsoever. They're just utterly artless lyrics. Yeah. So I think maybe that that's, the con- that that's like, the juxtaposition between there. And I don't think that, like, it's, like, like you know, the intent isn't to obviously like make light of like you know racism or you know climate change or environmental degradation or anything like that but it's to juxtapose it with the silliness of it whether or not it works i don't know whether or not it's tone deaf maybe but maybe not for the reasons that i think like i just think that there's no there's no there's no there's nothing smart about the lyrics the lyrics are very ham-fisted 
Yeah. Um, and if this had like snappier, more sarcastic lyrics, mm-hmm. you know, um, right. I'd probably For sure. Like it a bit better, but it was just so fucking on the nose and preachy. And maybe that's what they're going for because they're, you know, this dude is definitely not looking to make something that is palatable. Yeah, um, definitely not. So maybe that's what he's going for is just that overbearingly preachy, uh, content with, um, you know, the, the, the fucking ridiculousness of the rest of the package. For sure. Um, so, you know, that's fine, but that's what killed it for me. And I think that's, that's what you said too, is that's what killed it for you. Like, I think that if this were just a little smarter and a little sillier Mm -hmm. in it, in like, in, in sarcasm, in like sarcasm and metaphor, instead of just so fucking pointed, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have liked this better, for sure. And I, yeah, and and that's I, I guess that's what I was trying to indicate. I mean, I'm sure that the juxtaposition here is is an intentional artistic choice, and I'm fine with that. And again, I I want to make it abundantly cleared. I, I'm not remotely offended by this. I don't have any sort of animosity towards this. It just struck me as a juxtaposition that didn't work because of the pointed nature of the lyrics. If they were addressing the same issue, as you pointed, uh, a little bit more intelligently with some, some, some uh, I don't know, a little bit of more of acerbic undertone there, um, it, it, I think it would have worked a lot better. Uh, but for me, that juxtaposition intentional or not just uh it 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 didn't work yeah like like i don't want to i don't want to hear like i don't want to hear raging fucking hardcore with such on the nose lyrics right you know what i mean like yeah come on you know for sure like that's just not interesting you can't you can't package lyrics like that and make and, and, and and like make the song interesting. All, all you can do is whatever, whatever your endeavor, right? Yeah. When, when you've got something so like humorous in its surface presentation or whatever, but when you have such like pointed, like preachy fucking like humorless lyrics, yeah. um, it's just going to bring everything down, right? It's just going to bring everything down. For sure. For sure. So uh, on that note, I guess we probably shouldn't waste any more time on uh, on Overzealous. We got a lot of bands we could get through. Like I said, not mad at it. Just didn't really work for me. Yeah, I like that artwork though. Artwork is great. Um, let's uh, let's roll the dice and see what's up next. One. Okay. <laughs> get to the this- Yeah. So uh, gitg801.bandcamp.com. The record is Love Will Never Be Enough. Jesus, uh, look at this shit, dude. I, dude, the artwork is so shitty. <laughs> the artwork is incredible, right? I don't know what they're going for there. Is it some fucking Handmaiden's Tale thing? Is it some fucking, you know, harlot on there? I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> there's, the, there's the splattery logo, but like the old English letters, right? Which right. Um, is, is that like metalcore, black metal style of logo? Um, 801, is that the area code of Salt Lake City? It must be. Any, I, I can only any, assume. Any fucking band name, any fucking, you know, and any, anything that includes the area code, um, in it. Yeah. Sucks. <laughs> Almost. Right? Yeah. Like 99.9%. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's it, like, like, why would you put your, no one gives a shit where you're from. And if you care <laughs> yeah. that much, fuck you go out and see the bigger world as a big goddamn planet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. you know, come on, come on. That's area codes on band names are like truck nuts. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a good comparison. Right. So it's funny that, you know, Colton said that this is like Cradle Filth had a baby with a beatdown band because even the logo is, it is that. It's the old English lettering with the fucking like area code in it. But it does have like, you know, the the black metal overlay on there. So mm-hmm. I, it, it seems like maybe this this is, he described this perfectly. He recommended the song Cage Dog. So uh, okay. so we can listen to that one. So we're going to hear Cage Dog by GITG801 off of Love Will Never Be Enough. We just heard the song Cage Dog straight from the sick, twisted minds of the maniac psychos behind the band GITG801. Nate, how'd you feel about that? Uh, we are dealing with some very sick, scary little men. <laughs> right? These we are sure some, are. Some very dangerous little boys, some scary <laughs> young men. We must leave them alone. Right? They yeah, you don't want to cross these boys. They're so twisted. If they can't harm others, they will harm themselves. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, uh, this was this is fucking poser shit for fucking posers, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what this was. This yes. is poser shit for fucking posers. Um, and, you know, this is um, this this was utter bullshit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, um the the first time I heard those high vocals, I I actually laughed. Yeah, I know that that was those are pretty squeaky, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They sounded like a fucking mouse caught in a goddamn glue trap trying to get away. <laughs> yes, yes it did. Right. right? Didn't sound like a caged dog. Sounded like a whip little mouse, right? <laughs> yes. Caught fucking looney tune style on a glue trap. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's Oh man, this this is the total package of poser bullshit, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. It's got the, the the artwork is so fucking funny. Um, 
Like what, what is the symbolism there? Is there like, like I am attributing too much depth to it. Right. Yeah, um, definitely. I'm definitely attributing too much depth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, this was definitely basically following a form, right? Yes. Uh, if you're in a band like this, you need to have a traumatized, sad woman, right? <laughs> right. Right. I think, I think that maybe this kind of, or like your name has to be like a traumatized, sad woman's name. Yes. Um, like that has to be an element of your band. And I wonder, did that start with Converge and Jane Doe? Maybe, man. Maybe. Although I, I, I would be, I would be doubtful that a band like this is taking any influence from Converge. No, but it might no, be one no, of those no. things where but it just like, became part of the zeitgeist. Yes, exactly, exactly. Right, like did that yeah. start there? So, so we've got, you know, we've got the, um, we've got that box checked, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got the needless reference to where they're from, check, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, we've got the uh, brutal fucking music, right? <laughs> yeah. Check with the lyrics about how twisted we are and how damaged we are and love can never be ours. You know, <laughs> like it's it's so fucking it's it's it to, to, to return to a term that we use on a Patreon episode. It's like it's it's so fucking maudlin right yes yeah yeah yeah, it it is just so fucking maudlin like come on guys get over yourself right what are you some fucking tortured poet oh oh forsooth love's sweet embrace never shall i feel again the tortured soul inside my skull screams at me the pantheon of gods mock me as i reach for thy lips Right? <laughs> Fuck off. Right? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. And well, I, I like this 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 was this was this was poser shit for posers. This was um poser shit for young dudes that don't realize they're posers yet. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. Because everybody's a poser at some point. Everybody starts out that way, right? But I, I, sure. dude, there are no there are no actual grown men that listen to this. No. Right? No. Like, yeah. Or grown well, grown men, right? Let's let's be egalitarian here. Grown people. Sure. Right. There are no grown people that like this. I this this also just reeks like this just reeks of like um this is basically how like young testosterone pump dudes deal with shit in the same way that like Taylor Swift deals with shit. <laughs> Okay, right. go on, go on. Crying about like boyfriends that broke up with her and shit like that, and you know right. how she's gonna, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't need anybody. She's gonna pick herself up by her heels and get out there and strut herself, and she's gonna be her no matter what, right? I assume that's what fucking Taylor Swift sings about because <laughs> the only Taylor Swift song I've ever heard is that one where she's talking about shaking it off, right? Okay, but I assume that's what she fucking sings about, right? A lot, yeah, yeah. So like, like serious, I got it fucking pegged, right? I dude. Why do I even need to pay attention to pop culture? All I got to do is take one fucking look at a clown and I know, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's sure. what this is. This is the same shit, but this is like, this is like if you don't want to sound like a pussy, right? Mm-hmm. So let's sound like we're really fucking bad, right? right? Let's sound like we're real fucking badasses and then we can cry about how dangerous we are inside and how we feel, right? Yeah. Let's go yeah, see yeah. a fucking therapist, dude. <laughs> yeah, instead of subjecting us to this bullshit. Yeah, cuz this yeah. this this is utter fucking garbage. Um what do you think? 
<laughs> I don't really have anything to add to this. This was this was really run of the mill deathcore shit uh, that is only ever in vogue with, as you mentioned, young people of a particular stripe, um, kids who recently pivoted from uh, skinny jeans and big gauges to mesh shorts and double XL t shirts, um, but are still essentially playing the same derivative sort of mall music that they grew up on. Um, this is just as much new metal as it is uh, suicide silence as it is take your fucking pick from whatever shitty band somebody or in in, in a group like this is going to cite as an important uh, influence to them. This is pretty far afield from hardcore in almost every sense. It's just one of those things that sort of for lack of a better place to categorize it has been placed under the broad umbrella of that shit because it's somewhere in the lineage. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I'm not trying to be the fucking key holder of the gate to uh, the gate to uh, hardcore here, but like, yeah, this is, this, this ain't that. Um, I don't really have anything more to say on it than, than, than has already been said. I will say the last lyric of this entire record is <laughs> I lay, I lay awake at night feeling desperate for your touch, but in the end I suffer and I wish I was fucking dead again, again. Right. Oh, uh, Oh, hand to the forehead swooning on the fucking <laughs> chaise lounge. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know guys. If you, if you listen to this episode, um, I know that you're striving to, to be hard, um, but I just want you to know that this comes off way softer than you imagine that it does. There, there, there is nothing softer than what we just fucking heard, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dude, the, like, like the weakest song by the promise ring is harder than this fucking song, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's confirmed. Is confirmed. At, least, at least those dudes knew to come correct with how they were fucking feeling and not mask it in this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. I oh, will look, you're standing that. in a graveyard, too, and, oh, look how scary the graveyard is, right? <laughs> oh, the Bela Lugosi's dead, but we're going to bring him back, right? <laughs> yeah, graveyards are so fucking spooky, I walk my dog in one, you know, because he's <laughs> fucking crazy and mean, and I don't have to worry about him, right? Yeah. Jesus. Um, Fuck all right. Off. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Let's roll the dice. Seven. Okay. Seven is Walk Alone. The Bandcamp is walkalone.bandcamp.com. This is the band from Moldova. I don't know that I've ever actively listened to a band from Moldova before, which is well, kind of an it's a, kind of an affront weird. to my heritage. When I think of hardcore, Moldova is one of the first places I. Think. <laughs> yeah. When, I, when sure. I think of when I think of the planet, Moldova is one of the first places <laughs> I think of. Yes. Right. So, uh, so like I said, Jay from Cold Brat sent this in. He said that the uh, the intro is a little long winded and tough guy for his uh, for his liking, but that uh, the title track on here, Towards Death, is pretty solid. So uh, we'll listen to that one. So okay. we're gonna hear Towards Death off the release of the same name by the band Walk Alone.
All right, we just heard the song Towards Death off the release of the same name by the band Walk Alone from Moldova. And, yo, before we get into the music on this, I just would like to note the fact that the lyrics of this song registered a complaint with the universe that I never even knew that I myself mirrored, but it's really awakened sort of fury in me for the way that things are. The lyric is one way to be born and billion ways to die. And that's a really good point. It's really fucked up that we can die so many ways, but there's no there's no plethora of ways to be born. There's just one boring old way. Think how much no, more sick it would be if you could just than, get... There's more than one way. To be born? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you can be... I guess you can get cut out of the side of a woman through a C-section. I don't think um, it's the side. It's um, <laughs> a, a, like a smallish incision. The woman probably wouldn't think it's a smallish incision, but it's not like out of the side. Well, no, it's not out of the side. It's not out of the it, not out of the side of the guts. No, but it's not right. out of the it's not out of the front either. Right. Exactly, and it's not out right. of the top. And it's not like in the days of Caesar where they just take like a gladius and fucking you know whack your womb open and rip it out. Yeah, um, it's a much more. Um, we sh- shall we say scientific process now? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm just saying. I, I, su- I assume <laughs> I'm making some assumptions here. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just saying it sucks. It sucks that you can't. You know, you can't get puked up. You can't be shit out. You can't just plop out randomly. Depends um, who you are. <laughs> if you are, if you are a mouth brooding frog or fish, you definitely did get puked up. Yeah, I'm talking about for humans specifically, though. Did you know? Here's something I bet you didn't know. Okay. How much you know about hyena sex? Not much at all. Check this out. Okay. Hyenas have a matriarchal society, right? Mm -hmm. Females um, are like the dominant, um, have the dominant of the social order, right? Right. And uh, they have like more testosterone than the males, right? Like a lot more. And they get bigger. And so you know, basically like roles are reversed. If you compare, you know, hyenas to like, you know, say other quadrupeds of their ilk, right? Mm-hmm. It's so far in, it's, it, it is, it is, um, this, this like matriarchy has gone so far evolutionarily that, um, the females have what is called a pseudo penis, which is an enlarged clitoris, mm-hmm. um, that they use to like dominate the males and dominate each other. Right. Okay. And that's what they give birth through. You can get so if you're a hyena, you can be birthed through your mother's clit. <laughs> that's wild as shit, man. And the process is apparently agonizing and excruciating. Um, the birth canal is extremely narrow. Most pups don't make it, and uh, sometimes, often, the uh, female doesn't make it either. Wow, what a cruel yeah. creator! So that's uh, another way to be born. Um, <laughs> If you are a seahorse, you yeah. will be born from a pouch on daddy's belly. That is true. Mommy lays her eggs in daddy's pouch, and then he jerks off into the pouch, and then you are born from that, right? Yeah. If you are a, I think it's Darwin's toad or Darwin's frog, you are grown, insisted in the parent's back like a fucking mm. gremlin. Like a gremlin, yeah. Yeah. So there's lots of ways to be born. Right. Yeah. Shit. But not Shit. not for humans. If if you're a fucking if you if you're any myriad of invertebrates, you can just be like grow as a clone on the side of your parent and break off. Yeah. Right? That is true as well. So and 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 uh there's more than two ways to be born for a human too. Um 
You know, I, I mean, I get, I get I mean, if you include various birth defects that you can be born with, but the process is ultimately the same. In 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 Genghis Khan's empire, uh-huh. one common way of birth was to wrap constricting bands around the mother uh-huh. and wrench them tighter and tighter and tighter until the perineum ruptured and the baby was produced was produced. Are you making that up right now? That is absolutely true. I, I I can't trust you on that, but I will look it up after the show. It's true um, that I made it up. I just made that up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I figure as much. Um, so how'd you feel about the music? The music was pretty good. Um, yeah. It was, it, so, you know, it towed a line of being a, almost a little too bro for me. Almost. Sure. Yeah. But there were some good riffs in there. The back half of that song I, I was a toe tapper. Yeah. Um, and uh, there were some pretty good riffs there. If, you know, if I heard that coming out of anywhere but like an unexpected place that I know nothing about, like Moldova, uh-huh. I would say, that's pretty good, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, for sure. I'm not going to fan anybody's balls just because, you know, you're from a place I don't know anything about. Yeah, no, me neither. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot to add to this. This was uh, competent, competently played crossover stuff, you know, pulling pulling from the uh, the classics as much as I'm sure they're pulling from contemporaries as well. Um, you know, you can hear Demolition Hammer in this. You can hear Power Trip. You can hear Iron mm-hmm. Age. You can hear Nuclear Assault, uh, Creator, Exodus, et cetera, et cetera. There's not much to be said. This is a form that uh, is pretty tried and true, has remained virtually unchanged since its inception in the 80s, and uh, is hard to fuck up if you are a competent player and songwriter. And yeah, I thought this was pretty decent. Nothing that blew me away, but wasn't mad at it at all. Pretty solid. And yeah, the back half of the song definitely had some uh, some hummable riffs in there. Not mad at this at all. Yeah, and and also just wanted to point out, it's dope now that we have a correspondent, a field correspondent in that region of the world. It is, yes, Jay, and feel, that, that person free to send more stuff in. Yeah, and that that person is like in one of the raddest bands I've heard in a minute. So, yeah, for sure, that helps a whole lot. So, yeah, Jay, definitely uh, feel free to send in send in more stuff from your region at at any time. We'll we'll uh, we'll throw it in the queue for sure. So, uh, all right, let's uh, let's keep it moving. Let's roll the dice. See what's up next. Um, seven again. Okay, this is uh, Sudakis with their uh, self-titled EP. The Bandcamp is Sudakis, S-U-D-A-K-A-S.bandcamp.com. Sent in by Fatty Hurst of the band Fatties. Um, I don't believe that he suggested any particular song on here. The first song is queued up to play. It looks pretty representative of the runtimes of the uh, rest of the songs on here, so we'll just go with that. So we're going to listen to Threats and Enemies by Sudakis off of their self-titled EP.
Okay, we just heard the song Threats and Enemies by the band Sudakis off of their self-titled EP. Nay, how'd you feel about it? Uh, so on we were talking about background music on one of the Patreon episodes, right? Mm-hmm. And how like most of the music that I don't engage that I engage with, I you know, I I, I engage with it. I, I pay attention to it, right? I don't put it on in the background of something that I'm doing. It's it's that's just not my thing. And you know, we talked about that in relationship to like in relation to like what McHarris and like Justin Broderick and stuff do, where that is just fucking background to me, right? Yeah. This is background punk rock music for me. For sure. Yeah. This was like this was just a way too standard, like street pogo sort of punk, pop for me, like like punk for me. That um, it's fine if if I'm somewhere and it's on and I'm listening to it, but it's not. So it like makes me feel at home. I know that I'm at a punk show, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, but I don't. It's not interesting enough for me to like actually engage it. No. No, not at all. So if, that's that's how I thought of it. Like, like it's fine, right? It's fine as yeah. far as like, but like this is uh this is probably what most people think of when they think of punk. You know what I mean? That 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 don't like dig into it. Right, yeah, 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 for sure. The people who have like a, a only a passing familiarity with punk, this is probably the sound that comes to mind. Yeah, so I mean, it it was adequately played. It was fine. It it struck all the right notes. Notes to definitely be classified as punk, but like I said, it's just this is um for me. This is what's playing on the PA between the bands of, you know, between bands at the show where, that I'm at. You know. Yeah. No, for sure. This uh, is this is punk for either fourteen year olds or forty one year olds. Um, it's like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you're either just getting into punk, so this is appealing to you because you're just on that sort of entry level. Like, yeah, cool, street punk is sick. Because if I were 14 and I heard this, I would have loved it. Um, sure. Or you're a 40, 41 year old like weekend warrior bar type punk who still you know busts out the leather jacket every once in a while, even though uh, you're 50 pounds too heavy to be rocking hey, hey, it. Hey, 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 hey. Hmm. Now, I, I am not going to have you fucking besmirch fatty in this way. <laughs> I'm not, bes- I'm not besmirching fatty. I'm just not going to have you fucking do it because he sent me a get well card that made my, absolutely made my day um, <laughs> along with a nice record. Um, he accepted the challenge to, uh, you know, the eat off. Yeah. So, you know, once we can hit the road, <clears throat> I'm coming to... Uh, I'm coming to your neck of the woods to clear to clean you guys out. Um, yeah. Believe me, believe me. It's um, it's it's like uh, you better have a silver surfer on hand. I'm just gonna say that, right, dude. I am I am so, uh, legitimately I am so down to drive down to Florida when things are are normal again, just to fuck around and hang out. You you will witness such feats of gluttony that uh, it would it would make PT Barnum blush. <laughs> okay right yeah um i mean you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm really out of shape um, <laughs> I, so I'm am really, i i am really out of shape i noticed that the other day when, when we were um on um when we were hanging out on discord and stuff and i could see like um how out of shape i was on camera and yeah. um it is it is um 
embarrassing. <laughs> so I, this has been a lost year essentially, right? And I've got a yes. bum arm right now, but damned if I ain't going to be in shape in six months. Yeah. And uh, um, it's uh, like, I really, it was a wake up call. Seeing my tits on that fucking <laughs> hangout um, on, on Friday really fucking woke me up. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, what I'm going to say is, I'm not going to have you besmirch Fatty, right? Because uh, Fatty is a very thoughtful, kind person. He is not a 41-year-old um, bum, as you just described. <laughs> no, he's not. He's definitely not. I'm just talking about who this might appeal to on a more broad level. Um, yeah, this is this is like just entry-level street punk. And I think, I think largely those two demographics are the people still engaging with this kind of music. It's, it's people whose you know, ship has sailed long ago who are still clinging to the relics of their youth who maybe didn't really branch out and get into a lot of other styles of punk and hardcore. And this is the, the last thing sort of tethering, tethering them to that youth or people who are gen, gen, genuinely youthful. Um, but well, uh I will also point out that like this is, this is a, in my experience in Fort Wayne, take that for what it's worth. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and generally in other like Midwestern bar, like cities where I've gone to bars for shows or something like that. This is a generally palpable and enjoyable style of like bar band punk. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. It's inoffensive for sure. Um, you know what I mean? Just, like, if if this were if this were at a bar, I'd be like, hey, this is fine, right? This is certainly better than you know, the the fucking bozos that are up there trying to sound like Jane, you know, can converge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's it's this this is this is like um, standard fare, reliably standard fare at yeah. a bar pop show. For sure. And I mean, like I said, this is the stuff that I cut my teeth on. So, you know, I have I have no animosity towards this kind of stuff. It's just something that I, I don't find to be um, appealing at this juncture in my life. And uh, largely, I think that probably a lot of people in uh, in my general age bracket uh, feel feel similarly about this. But if you're young or if this uh, evokes warm feelings from your youth, you might dig this. And it was perfectly competently played. It's just nothing that I'm going to seek out. But yeah, certainly nothing, nothing I have any sort of animosity or anger towards. And uh, it was, it was perfectly well done. Just nothing that I would engage with. Fatty said that he, uh, believe it or not, he still has not pinned down yours and my uh, tastes after all these episodes that he's listened to, he says he still hasn't pinned down what our okay. tastes actually are. Okay. So. Well, I mean, you know, maybe we are a little mercurial, right? Um, Perhaps. You surprised me last week by not liking Silk Tail. Yeah. Um, you surprised you know. me this week by remembering that that band existed or that that was their name because I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Right. Sometimes, sometimes I remember something. Um, so, you know, Whatever. I mean, like I said, this is this is basically just um, generic brand punk rock. For sure. Yep. 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 This is the great value brand punk. Um, yeah. All right. Let's roll the dice. See what's next. One. Okay. One is Grid. Their uh, record is called Lives Leda or Lives Leda. I'm sure I'm not pronouncing that right. They are from Umea, Sweden. And uh, I don't believe that a particular song on this was recommended to us. The first song, actually, I 
yeah, no, no, the, no, no songs were recommended to us. And the first song is queued up to play. It is a little bit shorter than the rest of the songs on here, though. It's only 47 seconds long. Most of the other songs on here are, are at least over a minute long. So I don't know I, if we I think to... there's a title track. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is, isn't there? Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, uh, so yeah, let's, let's maybe listen. Well, no, but that one's almost four minutes long, dog. Oh, fuck. Well, that what about the second track, right? If you're going to yeah. come in with a short song that's a little like, you know, basically sort of like a, a taste, you know what I mean? Or something like that, like a little cherry mm-hmm. on top. The second song usually runs into the meat of what you sound like, right? Yeah, for sure. Typically speaking, right. Okay, so, so uh, I'm not even going to attempt to... So. Yeah, I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that. So we're going to listen to the second song off of this record by the band Grid. <laughs> Okay, we just listened to a song whose Swedish name I cannot even get close to pronouncing by the band Grid. And, uh, you know, actually looking at this, I guess it makes more sense now, looking at the logo and and the art style and everything. I I didn't go into this expecting sort of uh, burly, crusty, metallic grind stuff. Um, Even though there is a description right on the side, I just, I I, I guess I just sort of, uh, I, I, I glossed over that when I was reading that. Um, but it makes more sense now aesthetically. This is um, this is a style of like crust informed metallic grind that uh, doesn't do a whole lot for me. But again, I I am almost never offended by, especially when it's this well done. The production quality on this was pretty high. Um, the songwriting was solid. It was to the point. Um, you know, as we've said time and time again when we encountered this kind of stuff on the show. Typically, it's hard for me to differentiate one band playing this style of grind from another. It's uh, it's all pretty sort of ubiquitous, uh, sonically ubiquitous. Like it just the sound runs through and permeates sort of every nook and cranny of the scene, and it becomes very hard to to differentiate band from band. There's not usually a whole lot of riffs to latch onto in this kind of stuff. Um, it's I guess probably not the intended purpose of playing this particular style of music, um, but it's something that uh, that do- doesn't really 
appeal to me. It's not something that I seek out. But again, anytime it's on, I'm not mad at it. If I saw this at a show, I would be pleasantly surprised just because I don't see a whole lot of stuff come through in this vein these days. Um, but I probably wouldn't remember it a month later. I'm probably not going to remember this band a month later, which is uh, no diss to this stuff. It's just fine for uh, for what it is. It's good. Um, just uh, not something that, that resonates with me at this juncture in my life. Nate, how'd you feel about it? Yeah, it, it was fine. Um, the I don't know. I didn't. I I don't know. Maybe it's the headphones I wear, but I always want everything to be much fucking noisier and aggressive in production. And this sounded to me just a little like I think that that would have helped it out a lot for me if it was just everything always needs to be fucking louder. Everything needs to be fucking noisier. Everything needs to be fucking just you know basically you know peaked right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In, in this sort of stuff for me. And it needs to be relentless. Um, there were parts of this that were okay. Um, I did like when, when they were actually keeping up the pace, you know, that, that, that breakneck pace. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, the, the, the catchier parts, they weren't, um, they were just nice little accents in this song. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there was a catchiness to the, to, to it, but like, to me, this just wasn't like face ripping. That's right. what I want. Like when I want, when I listen, when I think about Swedish grind, when I want, when I want Swedish grind, I want absolutely fucking face melting, you know, like noisy fucking grind. I, I want retaliation. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I want, I want absolutely fucking relentless ear bleeding fucking grindcore. Yeah. Um, and this didn't quite deliver that to me. Um, that said, it was, it, yeah, it was fine. This falls right into, right into like the mediocre, uh, for it, it, it was fairly mediocre. It was inoffensive. I, if I saw him live, it'd be, it'd be fine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be into him for the, for the fucking 15 minutes that they played. You know what I mean? I think they were pretty good, but I'd be ready for it to be done at 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, yeah, I just, it, it, it was not, it was just not hyper enough for me. Yeah. Not Which sure. is ridiculous to say about a fucking grind band because this was fairly frenetic and fucking hyper. It just, it didn't peel the paint. I want my fucking grind core to peel the fucking paint. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm, I am I concur entirely. Uh, um, so. Well, let's, uh, let's roll the dice once more. We only have, we, we only got three messages this week. Um, we have yet to, to hear anything that we are like, straight up psyched on on this episode everything has just been straight up like oh this is either bad or like this is just middling and i and i don't really care about it but it's inoffensive all right one more six well we don't have six five this is negative blast the Bandcamp is negativeblast.bandcamp.com of all the remaining bands on here i i, I imagine that this is probably um you know one of one of the only ones that uh it's one of, of the, the only remaining, ones that I, of the remaining five bands it's one of the five that might have a chance of not sucking i know i was gonna say it's 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 one that that stands at least to like the highest chance of being good in in terms of how it was described um oh hell they, ripper sounds like it, it would hell, look like it hell, would be pretty good hell ripper looks like it was going to be dope too and when we know that deck is good um yeah no i was but in terms of just being like straight up meat and potatoes hardcore the description is very simple it was described to me very simply so um i'm hoping that it comes through on that uh on that promise so this is a negative blast the first four months um i think that the first song was recommended to us 
um said it has kind of a little intro but it's a banger of a track so uh so we'll just go with that one so we're going to listen to getting on getting off by negative blast off of their debut release the first four months Just listen to Getting On, Getting Off by Negative Blast off the first four months, and I think that did the job. I really, really liked that a lot. Winner, winner, chicken dinner on that one, huh? That uh, that was a fucking banger. That sounded like if Piss Jeans was more of a hardcore band. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like the the little like kind of le- leads and weird interludes in there, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that, that weird interlude immediately reminded me of like False Jesse too. Yeah, um, yeah. But like... Yeah, that sounded like if Piss Jeans was a little more of a hardcore band. And, you know, lyrically, there was it, it was delivered in that, in a very good, like, fed up mocking way. Yep. Um, and just enough mockery in there, right? Like in the third line, it says, now you're talking, talking, talking. You know what I mean? Just like that reiteration that, that you know, just gives it enough of a fucking sass that it doesn't sound uh, like he's like he's being a fucking crybaby. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like that uh, for sure. That, uh, that definitely scratched an itch. Yeah. That was really good by, by far the best thing that we heard tonight uh, by, by a huge margin. Um, that was really, really good. And uh, a sleeper from last year. I mean, it came out late in the year. It doesn't look like a whole lot of people have picked this up. Um, there's still, still cassette, two copies of the cassette remaining, but there were only 50 made and this came out in November. I'm, I'm surprised that there is still any copies left again, yeah. I guess just a, a testament to uh you know, how, how much you got to just know the right people and be in the right circles. Because if this, if this were a, a members of band, or if this were in hailing from like a, a popular scene or whatever, I feel like this would have caught on immediately because it's really, really good. Yeah, um, that was and it's definitely, 
it's definitely tapped into to a particular vein of hardcore that is having a moment right now for sure. Um, yeah. There's 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 no reason that this this shouldn't be doing better. So um, I am probably going to pick up a copy of that cassette here in a minute. Actually, well, there's um, only one left. Oh, you you just you bought one? I tried to buy two and only let me buy one. So I, tried, <laughs> I tried to snag you the last. I tried to snag the last two. Word. Well, I appreciate that, but uh, yeah, I'll just I'll buy, I'll buy one for myself here in a minute. Um, yeah, that was really good. Uh, let me uh, let me double check who sent that in. I gotta see who sent that in and, and give him a shout out. Derek M. Derek M. Whoever you are, mystery man. Uh, thank you for saving the show this week. That was really yeah, good. It was sure. the only thing that I heard tonight that I actually that I genuinely liked that I want to purchase. Um, hey, is, is is bloodstains from San Diego too? Uh, no, no, no. They're from they're from Orange County. Oh, okay, never mind. So, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, goddamn, San Diego's got uh, a couple fucking heavy hitters up and coming. Yeah, no, no. Uh, Bloodstains is from uh, from OC, but uh, yeah. but yeah, this was this was really sick. I don't really have anything else to add about it. This was indeed great, just sort of meat and potatoes hardcore with uh, some some unexpected flair in there that I think uh, did a long way to differentiate this from other stuff in this vein that's popular right now. I, I really yeah. dug this. Um, going to going to order in a uh in a moment so on that note now that we have had a bona fide banger on the show i guess we can uh pivot to the voicemail section and and knock those out real quick like i said we've only got three this week so let's uh let's do that real quick hey this is zach honeycutt sorry if it's hard to hear me i am outside i'm scared that this will just not be even remotely legible but i just heard the cunt and i haven't heard your reaction yet but that was one of the most thoroughly fucking exhausting experiences of my entire musical journey. I can't believe that people are still out here making this kind of shit. At least with, like, in the realm of comedy punk, there's, like, King Cobra, where the joke is that it's low effort. But this is just so smug and so fucking banal. Jesus Christ, it's like my dad wrote those lyrics. It's fucking awful. Jesus. Hey, sorry, this is actually a part two to my message earlier. This is Zach Honeycutt. I just fucking continued listening to the episode to find out that this fucking AJ person is the one who submitted that cunt song. And it just fucking lines up so perfectly with every voice message I've ever heard from that fucking person. They seem sweet and all, but I just can't fucking believe that the universe is so predictable to just, like, put that on my plate in front of me. That AJ is the one who sent that shit in. It makes perfect fucking sense. <laughs> Damn, Zach is definitely feeling a way about the cunts, ain't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Zach is uh, Zach's an internet friend that I uh, that I correspond with every once in a while. Who is a a very funny dude who I've uh, I've come to enjoy his his posts and his insights quite a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, you got our reaction to the cunts. You will, you'll know that we concur on that front. It, it, it is like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like trying to be, it's high, it's, hmm, it's trying to be highbrow in how lowbrow it is. It is like, it, it, it is a joke for specifically like BBC listener aged punks. Um, that is not only highly regional, regional, but also uh, highly tailored to a very particular kind of person uh, that is not the kind of person that I am and hopefully will never, never become. I would argue that it is no more intended for like the punks than mm. like 
I don't know, the Rodney Dangerfield rap album is for <laughs> actual hip hop heads. <laughs> right. I, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Right. I like like rapping Ronnie. Like I have that EP because I, I love Rodney Dangerfield, but like, um, you know, that's not rap. And it's yeah. the same thing. It's 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 an old person outsider perspective of like what rowdy punk should be in delivered in in, in the most hackneyed fucking way. Um, I, yeah, I I don't want to dwell on it anymore. That was one of the worst things I've heard in a moment. Um, yep, so. yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's uh, let's listen to the next and uh, last message of the episode. Hey guys, it's Claire. Uh- Submitter of the Reaganomics uh, that first time. I uh, wanted to catch it up. I cracked my pelvis, so I hadn't been driving since January, since July. So I wanted to know what have I missed? What have I missed. What do I need to catch up on? I haven't listened past episode forty-eight. So like, what what the fuck's going on? Oh man. Um. Well, Claire. I'm glad you're doing okay after cracking your pelvis. That's no joke of a fucking injury. That's like uh, life altering. It could be so. Uh, yeah, yeah, pull through on that for sure. Uh, that just makes me fucking whinge thinking about it. Right? Yeah. I saw an injury one time. You know, back. You know, everybody goes through. I don't know about everybody, but I would say that it, most males, right? Most dudes go through a phase where they love watching people get fucked up. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when, when I was younger, it was the faces of death, traces of death, fucking Mondo, you know, all, all the fucking Mondo movies and stuff like that. The exploitation movies. And then yeah. that graduated into like whatever we could find on the Internet. Right. I think like the first like full color, full sound thing I saw on the Internet was like a, a, a either a Russian or a Chechen sol- soldier getting their head fucking sawed off with a fucking combat knife. Right. Yeah. And um, it is it is. To still, it's still like a fairly like. <laughs> I'm about to say it's still a fairly brutal video. It is clearly a brutal video. A man's <laughs> yeah. getting, you know, in full color and full fucking sound, um, and like close ups, his head getting sawed off. Like yeah. that just shows you how desensitized, right? Like everybody's become. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For but sure. everybody goes through this, right? Where they yes. want to, where they want to see shit get fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. I'm out of it now. Like I don't give a fuck, you know. Yeah. But like I saw when I was in that phase, an injury of some kid on a fucking like motorcycle, and I didn't even know that this was possible. Um, dislocated the sacrum from the rest of the pelvis in a wreck. So basically, he snapped off the lower half of his body from his spinal cord. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, right. So. I the cracked pelvis just hearing about that kind of gives me the same kind of like ooh fucking feeling, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what you did, but I hope you're doing well and I hope that uh you get everything back the way it was before. I think she uh, got hit by a car. I talked I talked to I talked to Claire uh like a couple months ago and she was she was telling me about getting getting this injury and I'm pretty sure she got hit by a car or something. So yeah, definitely hope hope the hope the recovery is going well. Last time I checked up you were still you were still on a walker. I hope that you've uh, I hope that you've progressed since then. Yeah, for real. That's a bad one. Uh that's one of those ones where you wouldn't survive without modern modern medicine, right? Like if yeah. that happened to you, you know, back in the fucking day. Um that's where you fucking it, like if you were with Lewis and Clark, they'd be like, uh, see, I, I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yes. You know, like that's it, you know? Um, 
so what's going on? You know, not a lot happened in 2020. Um, uh, what what's going on? Um, <laughs> well, in terms of music, you missed um, you missed a lot. You missed a whole lot. Um, I would suggest uh, if you if you don't want to like catch up on all of the episodes between episode and forty eight and episode now, um, I guess you know go go listen to our our two part year year end list episode. Um, it's a lot of stuff that we didn't hear on the show, but that we really liked, uh, and we did hear a lot of stuff on the show last year that that we really enjoyed and that were some of our favorites of the year for sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You missed a lot of good stuff. Probably uh, yeah, histamine, oily boys. Um, oh yeah, oily boys, man. Don't sleep on that. Yeah, uh, the chisel. Uh, all of the chisel releases this year were fucking fucking great. Um, Spy. If you're not hip to that, um, destruct. Uh, laughing gas. Sweeping promises. Yeah. Laughing gas. Um, I'd, I'd actually have to look at everything because it's been like you know. 150 bands or something like that. Yeah. But, um, and there's, and, and there's stuff that, and there's stuff that came out last year that was like early in the year, especially because the, the year took a hard fucking pivot and began to immediately feel like a very different year than how it began. Cause boy, it, it started on a fucking strong, a strong positive note. We were going out of town to fucking catch six shows, had plans to do a lot more of that in the year. And then it just really yeah. did a heel turn. Um, so, so some stuff from the first few months of the year, uh, kind of like it slipped my memory until, until I like went to collect like what I enjoyed this last year that, uh, that new gum seven inch came out last year, piece it together and was really, really fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there's, uh, that Friday M record came out last year, modern world fucking yep. awesome there are so many good records that came out last year uh i i still intend to put out this uh this spotify year-end list that i've put together i just i just need to like make myself uh find some time to like to sequence it because i am anal retentive and i can't just put it out in its current state i have to sequence it um but yeah so uh you you missed a lot of good stuff so you know i was thinking about this this past year the other day um well, actually, earlier today, mm-hmm. and um, when I got that that picture, my buddy sent me. Steve sent me that picture of um, when we saw NA at fucking Third Man or whatever. You know what I mean? That yeah, like five um, years ago. Five years ago, and and like I don't know, um, John John, uh, it, it was just posted right on his Instagram. Yeah, and uh, like. This is the first, this is the first year that I haven't seen. We're coming up on the anniversary, like a full year anniversary where I haven't seen a show since I was like 14. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up, man. Yeah. Right. In a long ass fucking time. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, where like, I, I, I haven't done anything. I haven't, you know, seen friends, um, in person, I haven't seen my family and you know, that's the same for everyone. I'm not pissing and moaning about that. Cause you know, honestly, fuck them all. But like, um, you know, like no, we're, everybody's kind of in the same boat, um, in, in, in that regard. But like, I honestly thought I, 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 I am surprised that, uh, we managed to soldier through, finding nothing to fucking talk about for a year 
You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. in the intros and the rants, because it's like, you know, you, you, like, what can you do? What, what, what the fuck are we supposed to talk about? We literally don't do anything. We don't have any shared experiences, really. We don't yeah. have any, any, like, any adventures that we went on, right? No. Like, God, what a fucking drag it's been. I, you know, for sure. Like, like, fuck. I, 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 I'm telling you, man. Seven months. Well, okay. What that's what I'm calling is end of August. I think what? that's when when we start seeing activity pick up again. I I hope so. I would be I'd, I'd be very happy about that. If if I we can we at got, least just I think we got seven more months of this shit. If if we can at least just like get the last throws of summer, you know what I'm saying. If we can get like a, a good month and a half of summer uh, where we can actually do shit, I'll, with the shit with the shit year that it has been, I'll take that. I'll, I'll take it's, that. It's crazy because, you know, like not seeing shows and everything like that. Like, I feel old because of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel fucking old and out of the loop in a way. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that it's the first time, right? For um, sure. In a long time that I felt that way. And not only that, but like, I guess this is what most people like it doesn't even occur to them you know what i mean like they're not looking for a fucking show to go through go to every weekend or twice a week you know what i mean like their head's not on the swivel looking for this shit their right. head's down you know thinking about other things or or they're just not interested in it right like their day-to-day -day is go to fucking work come home and chill and then get up and go to work again you know what i mean right. which is not my fucking day-to-day -day normally for sure. It is now. Like, but like it, it sucks, dude. It really fucking sucks. When when we can get back out and do things, I, I absolutely guarantee you, um, I I am going to absolutely fucking rage against like a nice quiet life at home. For sure. Yes. Yes. I want I want to I want to suck the marrow from the bones right. of life. Right. Like, like, yeah, for sure. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking come, come out the gates. I'm going to burn every bridge I have and just fucking start it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gen, I am genuinely so ready for it. I was doing, I was doing fine with it for a grip. Um, and I, uh, I'm, I'm past that now. I am, I am now aching to, to get out and go fucking see shows again and shit and just like go out and fucking hike and play pinball and and stay out to all hours of the night um i am i am very fucking ready for it as i'm sure most of our listenership is yeah absolutely well. like so. everybody is and the crazy thing is like i was actually really into like i really enjoyed living in like that semi-apocalyptic mindset last march when we started going into lockdown and people were like talking about how like you know oh this shit is real you know what i mean mm -hmm. um and like i was like oh this is fucking awesome because the streets were dead you know like you go out you could go out at like 5 p.m right yeah and, and go go and, and like the streets are fucking dead right nobody's out and it's like this is fucking cool now this is some fucking wasteland shit right this right. is a shit I, I hoped i would live to see Right. But then it just became boring. Yeah. Right. Like it never, it never evolved from that. And then it became passe. And then like, you know, people were freaking out in, in, in March and April when there's like, you know, I don't know, 400 deaths a day. 
Yeah. And now people are like, fuck it. You know, <laughs> like I yeah. walked past the coffee shop the other day on my morning fucking ritual. And like there were there were people like it was fucking packed. And then like people were in there fucking playing cards and hanging out. And I'm like, man, I could have be, be having a good time, too, if I was a fucking moron. You know, <laughs> well, I think I think there is something to be said for the fact that at the end of the day, like feel how you want about it. But the vast majority of people have, uh, I think, quickly realized that life without any quality of life is not worth living. And they've decided to say, fuck it. And you can either ride with that or not. But like, I think that's where most people have arrived. I But see, that's the thing is like, you know. Quality of life, quality of life could return to everybody if we were just smarter about it in the first fucking place. You know what I mean? That's sure. what pisses me off. That's what fucking pisses me off. Sure. Right? That right. pisses me off. Um, Because I am fucking, I, I was talking to my mom the other day and I was like, I'll tell you one thing I learned right now in the past year. I, I didn't learn it. It was confirmed. You can't trust anyone. Friends family, the only person you can rely upon is yourself. And that's the one thing that has absolutely been cemented to me this past year. You can't trust a single motherfucker. You can't trust them to do the right thing. You can't trust them to think about other people. You cannot trust a single motherfucker. Yeah. And my that's mom a fair crying because she felt that was a little too cold hearted and uh, dismal. <laughs> yeah, and no, I, I think like, that oh, God, it's true. You know what I mean? Like it's true, you know? Like, you know, I've had family members that like get married for some reason in January, like this past month. Like, yeah. why? Just wait. Right? <laughs> right. What's the yeah. fucking deal? Right? Like, I don't know, man. The whole thing just get, gets me fucking gets me heated. Like, you know, that's what that's what pisses me off. Is uh I am trapped on a planet of fucking idiots. And uh God damn it, I wish that I had it within my power to uh, hold cosmic sway over their fate or at least, at the very least, escape. <laughs> well, that's not the universe we live in. So unfortunately, you'll have to resign yourself to this one for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So uh, before we sign out, I wanted to sh shout out a couple new Patreon or patrons. Uh, we got Levi Thompson, who uh, we've known Levi for many, many years. He is uh, an Indiana Indiana native who has since moved away, but we've known Levi, played with Levi's bands over the years. For sure. Um, so uh, thanks to Levi for uh, for signing on, for giving us five bucks a month. And then we have got uh, Alex Hendricks, who just signed on at the the ten dollar level. Thank you very much. And uh, and we got and we got some stuff coming for the ten dollar patrons. You just hold tight. We, we'll we'll have some we'll have some cool stuff coming down the pipeline for you very soon in the in the coming weeks. Um, if you want to become a patron a patron, it's patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. Um, we have got uh, plenty plenty of stuff going up right now. We're in the middle of our Napalm Death series. Um, you probably record a new episode of that this coming week. I'm going to try to get back on the, uh, the playlist tips so that we've got those coming out once every, every week or two as well. Um, and then, uh, if you want to send in music, it's demo, listen, podcast at gmail.com. Just make sure it's a year or less old. It's the best way to get it to us. And if you want to call and leave a message, it is two six zero two 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 eight three four one. And, uh, yeah, if you like the show, you know, rate review on iTunes or your uh, podcatcher of choice. Tell your friends. And uh, I think that'll do it for this week. Peace.